Back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. It is a block party today, so uh, we invited our friends in a little bit earlier here. Uh, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby of the Sunday Rewind join us. Uh, but uh, also, we got Strick out at the golf course, and he's got a few friends to set to join. Uh, and uh, he's got a big one right now, so we'll let, uh, I'll let you take over, Strick. Only, only you can do this on the block. Do you understand? You're sitting out here. You're having golf. It is a hot day. What's and up? look who's sitting next to me. Number two, all-time great option quarterback. But there's some things that are changing in Nebraska right now. There's some, some things in the wings. We ain't going all the way in on it. There's some things that need to be discussed. But ultimately, I want to talk to Mickey Joseph just a little bit as we talk on the block party right now. 93.7, the ticket, the ticket FM. On the block with Stricken Bach. That's where you can find us. And the block party. Mickey Joseph is joining us here. So, Mickey Joseph, one of the things that I loved about the discussion that we had earlier when uh, Cluster Johnson was interviewing you, and he interviewed all of us at that time, me, you, Steve Taylor, um, you talked about recruiting. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you feel needs to be done in the recruiting process and the ability to sell it. Yes, that I, that's really important because a lot of people don't understand the dynamics. You talked about the safety and you talked about those specific things. Can you break that down to our listeners on the block just to kind of help them to understand uh, the mindset of you, Scott, and the rest of the wonderful coaching staff that you guys have put together? Well, you know, first of all, we, we're going to be aggressive in recruiting and, and we got to be able to sell this place. And because at the end of the day, I always say this and, and it's nothing bad about it, but it just, you know, facts and recruiting. How many people wake up in the morning and say, OK, I'm moving to Lincoln, Nebraska. Not many, but you got people wake up and say, I'm moving to Miami, Florida. So when you're recruiting against a, 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 a stage like that. You got to have a different approach. And I, I think with UCL, USC and UCLA coming in, now we got to deal with this West Coast market. That's a big market out there. Mm -hmm. And if, if you don't, people don't understand, they didn't, they didn't come in this conference for nothing. They know they got that market out there, and they know they got some really good players in California that they can keep here to, to bring the Big Ten. But you got to be to sell this place. And I tell you, when you sell this place, you got to be to sell it, saying that you know it's going to be a safe place to live. You, you're going to be able to get your education because Dennis LeBlanc is going to be all over you. That my thing is that you're going to be to grow as a young man when you when you get here, especially with our staff. Our staff is very diverse, a very diverse staff, probably one of the most diverse staffs in the Big Ten. You know, so we we can we can reach out to kids outside of Nebraska and be able to sell this to them, and especially, you know, myself and, and, and guys like Scott, you know, mm -hmm. guys that played here and understand what what it means to the weather. Yeah, down in Texas. Yes, yeah. yes. And, be, and, be, and be able to know what that end means on the side of that helmet. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've been doing in recruiting. But we just we, we've been a really aggressive trying to get kids from down south and, and also keep the kids that's in this area close. And we're doing a really good job in Kansas City. Bill Bush is doing a really good job in Kansas City, bringing those kids, you know, bringing those kids. So we got to do better. I have to do better in St. Louis. You know, because it's my area. But I think that we're in, we're in a good spot for his recruiting right now. I think if you look at it, it's probably it's probably the best it's been in a while. You know, even coming off a, a three and nine season, I don't like to say that too much because the the future is going to be bright. The 
future is going to be bright with the kids that we're bringing in and what we're doing right now, especially the add-ins that we brought in, the, the kids out the portal were really good kids, and, they, and they're fitting in well. But you take the hat off to our kids that's here already, our players that's already here, welcome those kids in and making them feel like family. So, But it's just a family atmosphere here in Lincoln, and that's what you got to sell. Beautiful, beautiful. Bach or Melby, do you have any questions for uh, Coach? Uh, Tom, Tom's here too. Tom's I, got a question. I want to talk to Mick because obviously you recruited at the highest level in Louisiana. You're from Louisiana, but you were recruiting to LSU, and you were winning obviously national titles. What's the big difference? What's your sales pitch at LSU versus your sales pitch at Nebraska? Well, my my sell pitch at LSU was was more kids already in state. You know, stay home and defend your state. You know, and and so because we have one of the, if you ask the NFL, some of your best football players coming from Louisiana. If you look at the NFL pound for pound state, they come from Louisiana. So they play top notch football down there. I always tell people that I don't take anything from any kid around the country. But I know I play Louisiana football and I know there's a big difference when you look at other when you look at other film. But my preaching down there was just to make sure that they stayed home and defended the state because you had LSU. Same thing I would tell kids here that's in Nebraska. Stay here and defend your state. Don't go play anywhere else. Stay here and defend your state. It's nothing like walking out that locker room, defending the state, um, defending the state of Nebraska. And I'm from Nebraska, you know. And and one pitch is also I, I look for foundations right now. The kid that's got to have a strong foundation before I bring him up here, because I want the kid to come up here, but also need a, a mom and dad at home or just a mom or whoever the guardian is when he gets homesick to say, hey. Go see Coach Mickey. Go see Coach Frost. Go see Coach Applewhite. Go see Coach Fishback, Roller, all the boys. Push. Go see the coaches before they say, "Hey, pack your bags and come home." So you look for foundations. The foundation is going to be real strong, especially when I'm bringing them from from Georgia, and you're bringing them from Texas, you're bringing them from Louisiana. They got to have a foundation at home with somebody going to say, "Hey, no, you're just homesick right now. That's a great place for you." It's good stuff, Mike. Hey. We got one more for him because okay, we got okay. to let him know. All right, all right. Hey, hey Coach Joseph, I, I, the, <laughs> what, one question I got is coaches always talk um, if the guys just get the details down, if they do the small things, the big things come. From a wide receiver standpoint, and you've probably said it in a press conference at some point or in an interview, what are those small things? What are the small details that you expect your receivers to be able to accomplish that will lead them to success on the field? Well, they'll know in our receiver room, nothing small, everything's big. Nothing small. Because when sometimes when you tell kids, let's work on the small things, they don't work at all. So you can continue to make them work on their craft. But in that receiver room, we, we had to, we had to, we had to, you know, brush up on our route running. We had to, we had to brush up on catching a football. We had to brush up on being um, being a tough group, being a group that plays special teams. So I'm asking a lot of them, you know, and I and I, I coach them a little different than they've been coaching in the past, you know, because my thing is I'm going to ask you to do some things and I, and I expect you to do it. Now, if you can't do it and you can do it your way and we can be successful, then I'm not going to overcoach you. I'm never I'm not that type of coach where I'm overcoach you. I'm going to let I'm not going to coach the athleticism out of you because I want to say, oh, this is what I did. No, I had Chase and Jefferson and I sometimes just say, Get to that spot. You tell me how you're gonna get to that spot. Cause after you win over for a while, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna use what you taught them. They're just gonna tweak it a little bit. And you gotta be able to be able to understand it as a coach these days that these kids are totally different than back when we played. When it, back when we played, and the coach said run through a, a brick wall, we say yes, sir. You tell a kid run through a big brick wall now, he's gonna say why. So you better have you better have an answer for the why. 
And people, oh, he better not. So we lost connection to you. See, to see if they come back. We'll see if these guys would be ashamed to lose uh, while Mickey Joseph is in the middle. Of I was just thinking in. what Mickey said. He had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase together. <laughs> you, the, I mean, how do you can you think about that? Yeah. Maybe the two best wide receivers ever to play together. The, yeah. The thing that struck me about what he said was the the fact that he gives the young men an opportunity to do what they think they need to do, um, and if they prove that their way works to get to the end result if i mean that's not that's yeah. that's not just brilliant coaching that's brilliant management that's brilliant parenting uh, you, if you let the the individual do it on their own and and get to the end point right. with a way that works for you and you work with them why i i am just in in yeah. a, Two minutes of listening to him, I'm like, no wonder people want to go play for him. I, I was just thinking the same thing. I mean, everybody says, I, I'd run through a wall for that guy. But listening to him, I'd run through a wall for yeah, that guy. Yeah, you're ready to roll. Yeah. Which, but would you ask why? <laughs> yeah. Would you ask why? Yeah, yeah. Because I might hurt my knot. Can I put on a helmet? <laughs> At least, you know, if I'm going to But I like that. that, too, about not overcoaching him. Because you see that, uh, you know, especially when you kind of think about basketball form. You know, you'll look at a Sean Marion or something and be like, well, why did, you know, why does he shoot like that? You know, he's... he's Somebody had to tell him along the line that's not a shooting form. And then you're just like he's he's like a six man of the year in the NBA. He's like well, he's like a borderline all star. I have to go look at his exact uh, right. exactly what he did. But he was he's, a, he's an NBA player. Sometimes you just gotta let the guys. I mean, if it's if it's going in or if you're catching uh, you know if you're catching balls downfield or and you do open. something a little bit different, yeah, then uh, I guess you you can work with it. You also feel that he's a great recruiter because he doesn't have a lot of fear. He doesn't care who he's recruiting, like. I, I think I would re- recruit uh, guys that I, I would c- could get. You know, you look at yeah, him and you think, gettable. You know, yeah. I think that maybe we could get this guy. I don't think he sees it that way. Obviously, he, he has an in in Louisiana, and that's where you get Trey and Dakota Crawford and, and some of the guys that he's getting now. But I just don't think that he has a fear. If, if he thinks they would fit in Nebraska's system, he's going to go get them. It's a different sales pitch, as he mentioned. Uh, we're going to keep you safe. We're going to make sure you get a degree. It's not California. It's not uh, Miami Beach. But we have a lot of things that mom might like. It, it kind of sounds, it really sounds like the sales pitch that Tom Osborne was using at a high level back in the day to get guys like Mickey Joseph. Well, whatever Mickey's doing, he's doing it right because, I mean, he's been on the forefront of this uh, this recruiting resurgence from yeah, Nebraska, absolutely. Uh, both in the transfer portal at the high school level. Uh, we're going to work to get Strick back because we certainly want to hear from him. Uh, he's got potentially guys like Steve Taylor and Cluster Johnson that he can grab out there at the Community Medical Center Foundation golf event. Uh, but we've also got the guys from Husker Rewind on Sundays joining us here for the block party so we can roll with that as well if we need to. And, uh, and, and we will. We'll be back here in a few minutes here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.